This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Threadless. More importantly, the Comics Fun Profit shop on Threadless at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com where you can find, oh, about half a dozen different designs, plenty of Comics for Fun and Profit themed merch. If you just want a t-shirt, you're good. And if you want sweatshirts or other swaggy items, and you can get anything. Phone cases, shower curtains. It runs the gamut. Skateboards, I think. <laughs> so check that out. Uh, we've already sold several. We're excited about the fact that the folks that want to support us in this way are able to and uh, wear our merch out into in the real world. That's pretty exciting stuff. So... Uh, yeah, get your comics for fun and profit, branded items at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number eight. Dun, 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 yeah, eight. The Ocho Double O for comics originally releasing February the 7th and February the 8th. But before Drew and I get into what it's coming out in your local comic shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, aside from hitting 800 shows, we had all kinds of fun, st- fun things happen in the world of comics over the last week. We Yeah, we are in rarefied air. We've reached eight, episode 800. Mm-hmm. So, the, like, the comics equivalent of reaching 800, not that many, right? No. You, you Marvel your... has not stopped calling us to reset it. We said back to number one, back to number. They won't leave us they, alone. They they do want say, us to put an extra dollar on of the cover because you know it is an anniversary. That's right. That's right. Episode. They say, and I say, you know what? We're always going to be legacy. <laughs> we are. We are. We do. We don't. We don't want accessibility. That's right. <laughs> we will not be the silk with its two number ones in the same calendar year. We are. Keep it on. Keep it on. So it's like action comics, Detective, mm-hmm. Batman, Spider-Man, yep. uh, maybe Archie. Who, el- who else has reached 800? Uh, I don't know. No, that's about it. That might that might be it. So we we are pretty pretty cool. We should we should do a T-shirt uh, uh, celebrating our 800th special <laughs> you, edition. You love cranking out these T-shirts, man. Yeah, man. Our our uh, comicsfunprofit.threadless.com shop is is hopping. We're up to yeah. like 10, 15 designs now. A um, lot of experimental stuff up there. So if you see something, you're like, why the heck is this here? Yeah. We're, screwing, we're messing with We're, we're, we're having fun. We're, we're fun. having fun. We've got Comics <laughs> for Fun and Profit as uh, Super Mario Brothers. We've got Comics for Fun no, and not Profit. A, not officially. I mean, allegedly in the, in the <laughs> yeah. style. So, right, right. Oh, we have... Yeah. Uh, our magazine cover. We have, of course, our C4 Fat Bat. We have regular old Planos. We've got uh, what else did we do? We little, did some monsters. We got a Marvel Zombie edition that's up there. Uh, Jason's got his own shirt. That's yeah, good, doing very well. We're excited about that. Um, so yeah, and it's fun. It's been fun. I'm 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 looking forward to buying some more. I'm gonna ha- I want to have them all. I'll be having them on. That'll be all I wear. That's right. Comics for Fun and Profit merch, the Pokemon of the comics world. (laughs) You got to get them all. Got to get them all. So check that out. We hope you do. Um, It's been fun for us. Or if there's a design that you think we should do or would like us to do, let us know. Yeah, if we missed missed the mark on something, 
Um, we're going to keep cranking them out. Or probably. if you're highly offended by something Drew created, let us know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We do have our we do have sub collections in there. So uh, Drew's <laughs> designs that are non comics for fun and profit are going to go in there. Um, Kyle's creations are going to go in his collection. Um, so I might be, I may or may not be pushing the bounds of what we could get away with. Uh, yeah, as far as copyright is concerned. So if the cease and desist comes, it'll probably be with his collection. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so please uh, check that out. Um, share, um, spread the love. Buy one if you want. They're fun. They go on sale from time to time. We just had a a fourteen dollar tea sale the whole site on on sale that was kind of fun mm-hmm. um, and those those come and go every couple of weeks so stay tuned um and they also have like a like a spinner wheel on there so if you're a new customer you can get 20 percent off um which is kind of cool as well so i okay, good news for me uh exciting news for me because i love ed brubaker and sean phillips criminal a lot mm-hmm. it, it just got optioned what uh, good news, it's going to be a TV show. Bad news, it's going to be on Amazon. <laughs> might cancel it halfway through the season, so we might not might not get to see how it goes. Could be the bastardization of the product that makes you no longer enjoy the product. We've oh, seen I, that I just can't even before. imagine. Um, this could be. I mean, this could be easy. It's it's just it's just crime noir. Mm-hmm. So just shot for shot remake it, and it's going to be great. So yeah. it's, it shouldn't be tough. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Um, another big time announcement was James Gunn's DCU plans that were revealed Yeah, DCU chapter one. Yep. Gods and monsters is the subtitle. Um, and are those in any particular order? Um, probably not. It's just the movies and then the shows. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think they're attached to dates yet. They might be. Yeah. We don't have dates on them yeah. yet. We've got so the movies are Superman Legacy, mm-hmm. the Brave and the Bold, which I'm excited for Brave and the Bold because we get, get Damien, okay, and I'm hoping we get Batman and Damien in the very early years of this. We kill Batman, and then we move right into my Grant Morrison run of <laughs> Batman and Robin. Right, that's so. Let's go. That's what that's what you want. Yeah. Okay. What so? What's Superman Legacy then? Uh, Superman Legacy is no. James, er, this is the one James Gunn is writing himself. Okay. Okay. Now, Supergirl... it's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Superman represents truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks of kindness as old fashioned. Okay. So we're back to. Truth, justice, and the American way. Just give me Max Landis's run. Don't have to write anything. I don't remember that. You don't remember the the different stages of life of Superman. I mean, it's kind of obviously the origin story, but man, it was so good. I don't remember it now. Um, but it's been a while, probably right. You should read it again. I will. Um, Brave and the Bold. Uh, that you're saying that's um, that's not Batman and Superman. No, Brave and the Bold is Batman and Robin. Okay, cool. And then Supergirl World Woman of Tomorrow is the one Tom King I've never read. Mm-hmm. So now I've got to read it. Yeah, yeah. It got now. Was this book was Ev- Ivy? She was the um, the artist on that, right? 
That sounds right. Yeah. So yeah, she made a really a, a name for herself on this. So I yeah, that's that's the one I was like, ah, I can skip this one. Probably not gonna Dude, be I not was, gonna be around that long. And then yeah. <laughs> this is the one that hit. That's amazing. I was just so happy that it's a Tom King run. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, maybe they're thinking in the same way I am. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, the Authority, which ah, I'm trying to think. Man, I haven't I haven't picked up an authority for a long time, so um, that should be interesting. Swamp yeah. Thing should be interesting. Yep, the authority, which he also described as a passion project for him, it's a very different kind of superhero story. They're basically good intentions, but they think the world is completely broken, and the only way to fix it is to take things into their own hands, whether yeah. that means killing people, destroying heads of state, changing governments whatever they think will make the world better and we'll see how their journey goes. Yeah. Very cool. And swamp thing. Um, Alan was, Moore, man. Is that the Alan Moore era? Swamp yes. Thing? I just hope we get the courtroom scene. Oh, that would be so amazing. I don't remember that, but I'm, I'm anxious. Uh, maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Creature Commandos animated television. That's all for you. Don't care about that. <laughs> Animation is good, man. And I'm that's sure something DC's hanging their hat on. They can't go away with it. But one thing that's pretty dope is Gunn talked about the unification of if you watch an animated series and it has a voice actor and then you see a theatrical release, they're going to try to cross-pollinate the same actors and the same voices and keep things in. They also talked about clearly labeling things like uh, Robert Pattinson Batman as Elseworld outside of their DC, uh, you know, chapter one stuff. And that's pretty awesome. Um, I guess. What do you mean? Get, I mean, we've been waiting for a Kevin Feige of DC to just be like, give us something clear to go with. Show us you have a plan that, you know, continuity doesn't matter to me at all. I give you, I give give you absolutely matters. If you're making, a series of movies that you want people to follow from one to the other. Well, sure. Well, sure. Which is what they're doing. But I don't understand why the Batman can't be a part of it. Because they want to do their own Batman story. They don't, you know, I don't know that Robert Pattinson fits necessarily in the, the what they're doing for Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Okay. So who's, who's, got, who's that going to be? They're going to recast that then? Yes. <sighs> and it's going to be awesome. Plus you, and you get Damien. I don't know. So good. Uh, Waller, I don't know. I don't know why that got that happened. I just they can have a cast of r- really crappy rogues that like were in Peacemaker and um, Suicide Squad movies. Yeah, that, that kind one of, can, that kind of junk. That one can easily tie in. I think that's the one they talked about uh, piecing in with Peacemaker. Yeah. yeah, the story will bring back characters from the Peacemaker show and tell a story with events uh set between peacemaker season one and two because gun hasn't had time to write peacemaker season two yet right but that's over at hbo they're going to be using hbo max for a lot of the stuff too. all the stuff's going to be on hbo max oh yeah because of the yeah the yep. corporate connection okay yep 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 lanterns uh you want to see a lot of lanterns with their own series, you think? I would watch a Lanterns thing. I, again, I don't read Lanterns, but Hal Jordan and John Stewart will star in the live-action HBO Max show described as true detective-type mystery. Come on, homie. That sounds dope. Yeah? Okay. That's fun. That's fun. The Which Earth-based one? Who, who show. Who are we getting? So it's an Earth-based... Uh, Hal Jordan and John Stewart, and it's an Earth-based. So we're not 
trekking through the the butthole of space where where you know okay let's stay on let's stay on earth i like that um yep. kai gardner would have been my preference but guess we could build to that we can we can get him in a, an episode eventually yep uh booster gold i don't know how we can how that's going to be any good but that was your dude right not really a live action hbo max series about a loser from the future who uses his basic future technology to come back to today and pretend to be a superhero oh yeah okay that's kind of fun you could make it funny it's essentially like a more like almost an opposite of thor fish out of water thing yeah yeah okay that works and yeah, finally, Paradise It's basically Lost. the story of a superhero with imposter syndrome. How do you deal with that? Yeah. And part Paradise Lost. This book's going up. What's that about? Um, that is uh, essentially a bunch of crazy stuff. It, okay. How did Wonder Woman's world Themyscira come to be? That's the topic of the live-action HBO mass show, The Gun, and Safran, described as Game of Thrones on Themyscira, which is the home of Wonder Woman but all set place before her birth. It's an origin story of how did this society of women come about? What does it mean? What are their politics like? What are their Uh, roles? Who's in charge? What are the games that they play with each other to get to the top? And I think it's a really exciting thing that we're working on. So you can have your swords and shields within this world, and it can build to... Before Gal Gadot. Yeah. Okay. So, like, there's a lot of thought put in this. Okay. Gods and monsters, I don't really understand the theme, I guess. But, um, okay. So, this is chapter one. This takes us through... It oh, starts 20, in 2025. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. can be dead. I can be dead by then. You could definitely be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that's going to take... The first ten projects in this first part of a two-chapter, eight to ten-year overreaching storyline. So chapters one and two will take eight to ten years, starting in 2025. Yeah. Okay. Sounds fun. We'll see how it goes. Why aren't you as excited as me? Um, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of. I guess that. I guess this is good. They're still gonna, and they're still gonna do the Batman stuff, the Matt Reeves stuff, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed a lot. So mm-hmm. that's good. Um, I'm guessing Black Adam's dead. No more Black Adam. Yeah, I think that was just The Rock trying to force of will that through with a Superman. But and we're definitely not getting another Wonder Woman. We're not getting another. Um, I mean, we're getting our Flash. We're getting our Aquaman. The, the yeah, Aquaman two and Flash. It's already been filmed and is yep. ready to go. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. But Wonder Woman got shelved, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's okay because the the sequel is not great. So, um, all right, all right, we'll see, we'll see. It'll be fine. But yeah, James Gunn read Max Landis's American Alien and try to find a place for that. I got a feeling we're going to. Um, oh yeah, American Alien. All right, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't. I didn't remember. I didn't put the name together. Sorry, I just called it Superman. My bad. So I guess all these are going to be. Um, driving our hot tin and uh yeah i've already watched a cover. bunch of stuff flying yeah. yeah but stuff's going going to go crazy yeah maybe not necessarily this week but next week is going to be all dc reacts which is cool because we haven't seen a lot of dc stuff in the movement cycle so yeah blow off those dc books yeah for sure all right um kyle is your image up 
for and my previews. image has arrived. My internet is garbage, but we are making it. Make of course, work. Drew and I like to get them through the previews catalog, uh, you know, two months before it comes out. Tell you the things that are coming out. We're looking at items in the February catalog for April. Uh, tell you how we're going to make our orders. Tell you what we think is going to be the the things to look for. Give you a little bit of heads up on something. Um, a lot of times we just end up making fun of art, but it is how we work. So we are starting with our previews. Physical page 41 for those of you with a floppy book in front of you and 48 if you're looking in your digital and the first thing we're starting with is a crime and mystery book. So, Drew, let's go. Deep Cuts, number one, by Kyle Hill, Higgins and Joe Clark. Yeah, um, he, that's your boy, Kyle yes. Higgins. That, uh, this Kyle's my, my, my boy. This is actually your, your boy, Kyle. Yeah. Um, New Orleans, 1917, in the city's bustling red light district, a young Ow! clarinet player lands a job with his hero, but he'll soon discover there's more. To the music business than playing the right notes. Boom, boom. Cool. I'm in. I'm in. A whip-smart new miniseries that's perfect for music fans searching for a story with depth and redemption. But six bucks. <sighs> Are all of them going to be six bucks or just that's this first a great one? Question. Great question. Maybe just this first one. Yeah, um, beautiful art. Beautiful art looks art. great. Um, I, I'm, I'm in, of course. I like this a lot. Next, we go through our next image item, which is going to be a horror and science fiction title card, Terror War, number one, by Salad Ahmed. Yeah, Saladin Ahmed, who did um, the Black Bolt that I really love, his Black Bolt. Some of his other stuff I didn't love as much. Yeah, Miles um, Morales run it. <clears throat> his Miles Morales uh, was up and down for me. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, the... Uh, the Black Bolt I really enjoyed of his. So he, he's got good stuff in him. Um, Bitterroot meets Noctera. We just have to turn him upside down and shake and see if we can get it out of there. See what we can get out of it. Um, uh, I will definitely read the first one. Um, and but not being labeled as a uh, mini, but an ongoing. Yeah, take it. Uh, we've got World Tree with the, the E's are actually three, backward threes. And the this, O is a zero. Oh, it is. It a is. lot of lead speak here, but it's by my boy, James Tinney and the Fourth. Yeah, this is a dystopian horror science fiction. So, <gasps> not just horror sci-fi. Dude, dystopian. dude, dude, dude. Uh, tell me, okay, just take a second and tell me what makes the most excited about this this page. Uh, I, I, let's see, it's thirty-two pages, three ninety-nine. Cover B by David Aha. Oh, I missed that. Very nice. Yeah. Do we have? A, we don't have a look at it. The dog gone. We haven't seen it yet, but it doesn't matter because I want it. Yeah, well, it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. Department of Truth meets Mr. Robot. In 1999, Gabriel and his friends discover the Undernet, a secret architecture to the internet. They charted their exploration on a message board called a World Tree. Then they lost control. Someone broke into World Tree. Someone who welcomed the violent hold the Undernet had on them. At great personal cost, Gabriel and the others thought they sealed the Undernet away for good. They were wrong, and now they will know the meaning of, oh gosh, it's all going to be in leet speak, fear with PH34R. Oh my goodness. They can't, they can't do that. <laughs> Please don't keep it going throughout the whole thing. I can't deal with it. Uh, we got Fernando Blanco and Jordi Belair, the artist team. We got yeah, we got but a the, Jenny Frizen uh, cover. We got a Sinkovich cover. We got an AHA cover. They're making covers directly for Drew and Kyle. But the art is um, 
little reminiscent of Mitch Jared's, but not quite, not quite. Mm-hmm. And then these, if this is if this is final art, <clears throat> it's like splash color. Yeah. So, just a, uh, so Jordy's not really <laughs> she's not really working that hard. She's just throwing a little bit of color on black so and white. It looks like we start in 1999, but this does not take place in 1999. Okay. Well, I was just wondering because we're talking, you know, it's a book on technology, so I was just wondering if the technology is 1999 pre-internet or or blossoming internet technology. But I see an iPhone in the pages. So. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next we have ginormous cockajou. Ooh, say it slowly for me, Drew. Cockajou. Uh, it's a humorous one of three. It's Gary Duggan, Scott Koblish. Um, Gary Duggan, not Jerry Dug- Dugan. What did I say? Gary Dugan. What did yeah, I say? Gary Duggan. Just Gary Duggan. <laughs> Jerry Dugan. <laughs> the dude. The dude that did the pop book. Yeah, same dude. <laughs> same dude. Deadpool de- pop book. Um, yeah. I don't. Is that how you say rabbit. kaiju? That's not how you say kaiju. That's I know, how, but they are kaiju. That's why I'm confused. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen kaiju spelled, and it doesn't look like that. Yeah. Um. So uh, this his humor is not my humor, so I want to bounce on that one. Um. I might check out Junk Rabbit number one. It's action adventure dystopian science fiction. Um. Jimmy Robinson doing story on and art. And a lot of the covers, Swamp Thing meets RoboCop. Okay. Um, art looks pretty good. I think I like the it. last Jimmy Robinson I, I enjoyed, so I'm not sure. Oh, one more one more question. We got James Tinney in the fourth on World Tree. Is this one of his substacks, or is this a new thing? Probably a substack. That's what I was curious. I would guess. I would guess it's a substack first. Yeah. Um, then we're going to do Hey Kids Comics, Volume 3. Oh, wow. People like uh, that enough for there to be a third volume? Well, I did. Uh, oh. It's historical fiction. Uh, I'm curious. I mean, it still looks like it's old from the cover, but they, I think they were in the almost to the 80s by the time we finished the last one. Maybe they were just getting into the 70s or something. Anyway, this guy, this the, the dress of the characters on the cover look like it's still the original so maybe they're yeah. going to explore some more stuff back then and not maybe. move forward i don't know um it's it's fun i'm glad he's still doing it i enjoy it a lot although i lost the ability to I've, I've, i the first volume i was able to pick out who he was referencing who the who the creators were mm-hmm. and then i kind of lost the ability to do that in the second one because a lot of those were different characters and i wasn't able to pick out who he was supposed they were supposed to be yeah i wish there I, I, I i'm sure someone on the internet has done a deep dive and said this person is this person this person is actually this person this is this is an amalgam of these three people or something mm-hmm. like that because internet does that stuff so i need <laughs> i need to i need to do some research before i read this so that i am ready to go i want to know very cool yeah so i'm excited about it there we go. Next, we have a fantasy book from Justin Jordan called Summoner's War Awakening, one of his issue series. Yeah, I like Justin Jordan, but his last one was a fantasy series, wasn't yeah. it? Well, apparently Summoner's War is a thing, so this is the second iteration of Summoner's War. Yeah. Uh, so if you're looking for more Summoner's War, here you go. Yeah. 
Dr. Atomic, the pipe and dope, dope book one shot from uh, Larry Todd. Nonfiction, a reference book. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, this this feels like old school indie comics. The Stoner's DIY Guide to Making Pipes, Building a Greenhouse, The Care and Maintenance of Home Growing, How to Make Hashish, and much, much more. That's what we need. That's what we need. How to Break the Law Books. (laughs) Um, Mirka and Dolfo's Sweet, Paprika, Black, White, and Pink. So the Red, White, and Blood has become the Black, White, and Pink. I like it. Yeah. Um, so is this, is this just a retelling, or is it new? The sexiest comic of 2022 turns pink. This is a new book. New book. Okay. Yeah. I never finished the last one. Nah, I don't care. Uh, Packless is an anthology that's returning. Uh, you not a usually an uh, an anthology person. Mm. I sometimes am. We'll see. There we go. Um. um this is American Jesus is on volume three, and it is soon to be the Netflix television show, The Chosen One. It's a Mark Millar book. Hmm. Three Keys gets a trade. Deadliest Bouquet gets a trade. Chroma gets a trade. So many pages of trades. Wow. Yeah. Town Called Terror. But you know what at least Image does? They put their new stuff at the beginning. Yeah, it just, it makes so much sense. Here's the new stuff all Here's in our bulk. New stuff. Here's all Lead new with stuff. your strong stuff, the stuff people yeah. want. Oh, there's a Righteous Thirst for Vengeance Deluxe Edition hardcover. Yeah. Ooh, all 11, all 11 issues. Only 40 bucks. Only 40, 40 bucks. That's it's an, advanced, an advanced solicit, so it's not going to come out for a while. August. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Man, that looks uh, it's so. It was so beautiful the first time around. It, that would mm. be great. And this is a trim size, seven and a quarter by ten eighty seven. Yeah, that would be nice. Then we get into the reoccurrings, the finale of the miniseries All Against All. Um, I I forgot that the, or I guess I didn't know that the Ambassadors was going to be bi monthly action adventure superheroes. It is. Yeah, we get two and three. I'm sorry. Two in a month, whatever that's called. Is that bi-weekly? Yeah, sure. Go with bi-weekly. Or maybe bi-monthly. Maybe two. Maybe 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 you can either be bi-monthly is just every two months or is it twice a month? I think it can go either way. I think it can go either way. I don't think I know. So they put out issue one, got people excited, said, let's capitalize on that. Let's mm-hmm. give you two, two issues a month. So that you keep that story momentum going. Yep. Kind of smart. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's Mark Millar, so he's already written the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He's already three three stories beyond this already. Yeah. Then we have, I didn't notice that a lot of these books are going to just twenty four pages. That's yeah, but they don't have the ads that um, yeah. Big Two Do does, so they might be thirty two pages over there gotcha. or twenty eight, and they have more ads, so you're really not getting as many. Because you're seeing like the ambassadors is 32 pages for four bucks, and then things like the Almighty and Black Cloak are just 24 pages for four bucks. Blood Blood Tree is 32. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. yeah, but you know it's going to be a multiple four for yeah. the printing process. It does have to be even because pages have fronts and backs. Some good uh, gunslinger spawn covers. 
What page is that? I am on page 77 physical. Okay, gotcha. Then Hexware, I hate this place. I hate this place I thought was finished. Huh. Keep it on, keep it on. It kind of finished. Well, this is the next arc. Okay. Okay. Speaking of next, I did not realize the B covers were were retitling the book. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's been like that the whole time. That's funny. Um, Ice, Ice Cream, Cream Man. Man. Can you believe Ice Cream Man is at issue thirty six? Isn't that great? Yeah, that's awesome. For a weird old horror, weird book, strange <laughs> book. Yeah, you know? that's great. Yeah. Image the last finishes image. Up. Yeah. Yeah. The ad anthology's done. And who we're going to finish up with Robert Kirkman, of course. Shocker. Um, with an all-new science dog story by Invincibles, Robert Kirkman, and Coral, Corey Walker. A new old guard from Greg Rucka. And a very special story by the late Vincent Kakua. Also some Jeff Johns. Yeah. Now, I'm guessing everything that's been in this 12-issue set is going to be re-released singly yes so you can get a four-part jeff john's story as a one shot or whatever yeah i'm i'm assuming and i hope because i want to read it that way because mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't want to read i do not want to you read. don't want to piecemeal it no i mean i i did i had to read the the brubaker stuff i couldn't not let, let that stuff go by um so i read the brubaker uh criminal story that was in like issue eight and i started like maybe issue one i was like i don't want to do this <laughs> i'll just wait and the good stuff will bubble up and i'll i'll get to read that or somebody will tell me that it's really great and i'll go back and read it indigo children kaya Philadelphia hits 30 Philadelphia hits issue 30 that's great king spawn last barbarian little monsters hits its 12th issue is that that's penultimate so there's one more after this. Oh, excited about Local Man. That was the Tony Fleeks, Tim Seeley joint. Love Everlasting. Tom King continues. I can't believe that's... I thought that would be done by now. I thought that was going to be a four-issue get in, get out, you know. But they're they're on six, and it looks like it's a new arc starting. So they must have all kinds of plans for this. I just really thought it was just like, hey, let's... Let's do our spin on romance comics, and we're mm-hmm. not gonna we're not gonna keep doing this from week to week, or from month to month. But it seems to be still happening, which is cool. Must be doing well. Lovesick, I uh, lost interest in this one. Yeah, got too weird. Magic Order, the fourth volume of the Magic Order, is on its fourth issue of six. <laughs> Magic Order four, number four. I'm a little yeah yeah yeah. Monarch is that Rodney Barnes book. It's on three. Nemesis is back with Reloaded. It's on four. It's also Mark Millar. Stop it. Mike He's got Love. these six-issue series. This is only $1.99. Why would we not do it? And we get a Ben Temple Smith cover. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I did like the first issue. I haven't read the second one yet. Um, Noctera's back. Yeah. Well, I think it was back last month. Mm-hmm. It's doing two issues this month it must have caught up another kyle higgins this one with brian buccioletto this is no one who is no one 
as the Who Is No One podcast begins to spark national interest. The A lot of Kyle Yeah, the aisle, eye of the public turns on Julia, and when yet another body shows up with four bullets in his chest, Ben's investigation leads him to a personal crossroads and a new suspect. Crime and mystery plus superheroes. God, you know what I always say. When I want superheroes, I <laughs> go to Image. Oh, this is a freaking massive verse title. God damn <laughs> I won't be able to enjoy this, will I? I, I don't know the massive verse. And this has a monthly companion podcast. Rachel Lee Cook from She's All That and Patton Oswalt. That's crazy. That is crazy. Now I really kind of want to read it and listen to the show. You've been late. You were. I remember last month you were. You grabbed a superhero book. Yeah, I'm almost around. I got layers, man. I'm like a parfait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Phantom Road hits number two. Oh, that's Jeff Lemire. That's the Jeff Lemire book. Yep. Plush finishes up with its sixth issue. I ended up bailing on that one. I didn't read that one, Kyle. Yeah, I know that was one of your picks. Yep. Radiant this, radiant that. <laughs> and Saga yeah. sixty four. The ten dollar blacklight edition of Radiant Black twenty four. Oh. How much? How fun. Looking saga book. Golly, spawns on what issue? 341. Yep. It's amazing. It's cranking them out, dude. Stoneheart, Emma Kubert book. Time Before Time, which I I could have swore was going to end at six. It's on <laughs> issue 22. <laughs> Torrent from Mark Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. Two Graves ends its story arc, but not its series. Not its series. I imagine okay. this will go through a little bit of a pause, and we'll see if it comes back or not. Yeah, yeah. Donny Cates Vanish. And Walking Dead Deluxe. It's 60. 61. I'm now letting After this our preacher friend to show up. Oh, is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what's the furthest place from here? It's issue 12. Doesn't. I don't think we're doing the vinyl anymore. Mm-mm. And that finishes her up. But, you know, we had a lot of nice new number ones. Um, excited about. Crap ton of trades. I wonder why we put, why they sandwich the trades in between their new stuff and their ongoings. It's an interesting choice. Trades probably sell fairly well. There are a lot of people that just image trades are their bread and butter. The, yeah, you think this is, might be in order of sales? Yes, that's The exactly new number ones will thinking, be the yep. highest, followed by the trades. Followed by our ongoings, which yep, peter out. Uh, I wondered about that. That's cool. But yeah, I'm 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 excited about a lot of this number these number ones. So I'll be reading pretty much all of them, save uh, that pink pink paprika. <laughs> Time for a break from our show to pay the bills. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need all in one place you can provide feedback listen support share enjoy these we have our patreon there you can buy us a beer or a coffee you can check out our instagrams our twitters our facebooks check out our youtube page you can email us you can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy 
Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and pre-order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need thanks back to the show all right let's shoot on over to our good friends at um, cbsi and see what their hot tens got to say yeah of course we are over at comicbookinvest.com looking at their hot 10 this is of course last week's hot 10 because they like to wait until our podcast and to put the new one now i think they do it on purpose i think they do it on purpose um so let's start at number one, which is the Star Wars High Republic, the blade number two, the one in 25 variant there is now a 75 to $80 book. This has been an ongoing theme with Star Wars books, first appearances and an incentive variant are always a recipe for it. Star Wars yep. will do that kind of thing for you. Um, at rank two, we saw this one coming a mile away. Sins of Sinister number one, Art Germ, though, of course, everybody Wanted the regular one, and then everybody definitely wanted the one in 100 version of this one. 150 to 180 bucks. Dang, this is the best art journal cover we've had in a long time, and this didn't have a trade dress version. If it didn't have a trade dress version, I think the price would have gone even higher. It's very true. Mm. If it didn't have the regular standard open-to-order trade dress, and you could only get it in the one in 100, I think it definitely would have been a bigger deal. Yeah, right. I like, I like the fact that you could get it open to work. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. As a guy who doesn't do a lot of ratios. At rank three, Bitch Planet number one, Galley Pseudoconic Rawls are now 15 to 20, and 9.8s are now 85 bat bucks. Wow. Talk about dead spec. I'm not sure anyone has been picking this up since 2016. This could have been had in 9.8 for 25 bucks back in November. Anyway, it looks like Amazon Prime has picked this one up for a show. This guy doesn't even read comics. Yeah. <laughs> At four, Biker, Biker Mice from Mars, number one. Rolls increased from $10 to mile 25 or 30. Comicbook.com is reporting that the odd property is going to be redeveloped. Huh. But fun. I don't know. <laughs> Enjoy. Fox, yeah. I mean, this is, again, trying to get the nostalgia of my generation to throw some money at things. Yeah, that's true. At rank five, we have six criminals, number one. Uh, fraction chips at our sheet. This is when Chip Zdarsky was an artist. <laughs> Doubled from $10 to over 20 If we thought The Boys was over the top for TV, what do we think of this? Second Amazon Prime pickup of the week. And at rank six, we have The Last of Us, number four. Rawls moved from 20 to 30 up to 50 to 75 and a 9.6 sold for 150 bucks. The first two episodes have been outstanding. Season two is already greenlit as well. Not sure how many seasons they can peel from this, and I saw that the creator isn't too keen on doing a third video game. But here we are, just being satisfied with what we get. I, I've seen the first two episodes as well. I know the third one's out. I haven't got a chance to watch that yeah, one yet. But I'm um, half, I actually paused episode three to pod. It's been very good. Yeah. Uh, but they are already straying from the video game quite a bit. Gotcha. Which is cool. At rank seven, Marvel Comics presents from 2019. Well, the actress uh, the, that played that was cast as Tess died. Yeah. Yep. And it was that's a different Tess, right? That we got in issue in episode two. 
No, that was her. She just died the other day. She, think, she finished I, the series. I think it was a different test. I think they had to recast her because she died, I thought. No? Nope. No? Okay. The Paolo Sequeira 1 in 25 for that Marvel Comics Presents for 2019. $120, a darling of a book a few years ago. It has become somewhat forgotten. Make no mistake, this isn't an easy book to find, and it doesn't take many people to notice it caused the price to increase. Why is this, what is this? What is the deal? I don't know. This Me neither. Yeah. Marvel Comics Presents number six. Let's find out. I, I'm... At a loss, it's on oh, to one in twenty-five, I guess, because it's this is Wolverine's daughter, Rain. Okay, and there can't be too many of these. Yep. At rank eight, we have Action Comics ten fifty-one, the David Nakayama variant, ten dollars. This is one of those non-incentive covers that a ton of people are buying, and there is plenty of supply right now, which is reflective in the barely above cover price price point. This one possibly is one you will pull out of your long box in two years and be like, oh, nice, it's selling for more than I thought. Again, I think I said this last week, um, not my favorite of the Action Comics covers. There you go. At rank nine, Daredevil, number one, one in 50 from the 2011 run. This is a John Romita cover. $65 then, 250 now. It looks like it has ghosted us. I know some of you hate variants, but when it comes to these hard-to-find variants, it doesn't take much to inflate the value pretty darn quickly. And at rank 10, the last Ronin Lost Years, number one, the 1 in 100 Virgin variant. is going for 100 bucks. Interesting. Inching just above ratio is still an accomplishment these days, especially when this was likely heavily ordered. The, the uh, last Ronin still hits a spot with readers and collectors, so this isn't at all surprising. And part of the honorable mentions, we have Treehouse of Horrors that, of course, the Simpsons property. CGC 9.8s are $450. This doesn't see a whole lot of 9.8 sales. There are only 33 9.8s in the census. But it has consistently been rising in value since 2019. Do not sleep on hard-to-find Simpsons books. Several other Treehouse books are selling well, too. Highly recommend picking up any that you see cheap. Huh. And the other honorable mention, Daredevil Comics number one, an old 10 center, CGC 3.5, missing the centerfold is still 3,800 bucks. Pow, right in the Adam's apple. Anytime Hitler is being depicted as getting beat up is a win. That being said, one guy is trying to fence him, uh, one threw a boomerang, and the other is shooting a miniature plane. All that while the claw is narrating the action. There were a different different way of doing covers back in the day <laughs> things were different back then yep <laughs> for sure all right i think it's time for us to take a look at uh, foc yeah foc on. is of course our fun loader cutoff it's our last ability to add a few things to order that's coming out in here in just a couple weeks uh make sure we don't have to chase things on the secondary market pay those outrageous prices our good friends at deep discount comics and cowabunga Send us a wonderful Excel sheet every week that we can do use to add and keep things on our order there. We go along that with you and see if you guys think anything should be added to the order. Things we missed, things that are heating up now, or just things, you know, we made the wrong decision on and want to add a few things. Let's head on over to Lunar Distributions and start with some of our DC items. Yeah, I'm glad DC's playing along this week. Yeah. You never know with them. But we're getting the second printing of Action Comics 1051 already, which I thought would be highly ordered. Yeah. Surprise. 
Plus, we're getting 1052 with some fun covers, including mm-hmm. Lee Weeks, Rafa Sandoval, Kerry Randolph, which is Steve interesting. The, the Steve Beach foil is probably going to be fun. Yep. We're doing a second printing of the world's finest, the Jack Black cover, or Jack White cover. Not Jack, Black. <laughs> the Jack Black cover would be pretty cool. Uh, they should do one of those. Heck yeah. Batman v. Robin. Uh, it's got a cool Muhammad Mahmoud Azrar cover. May get some pop out of that one at 50, that Yasmin Flores, the uh, upside yeah. down cover. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of Kelly Jones fans out there, so that one could get a pop as well. Yeah, I do like the Yasmin Flores concept. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Good old Sergeant Rock, the end of that Sergeant Rock versus the Army of Darkness, or Army of the Dead, I should say. Yep, yep. We've, we're. We're battling zombie Hitler in issue five, so we'll see how that turns out. That is the best way to end your comics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We give, gave Sergeant Rock three or four covers there, I think. That's nice. Plus a one in 25. Cool. Detective gets a slew of covers. What do you think of Colleen Doran's ripped chest open and out comes a bat on fire? That's kind of a nice concept for a cover. Crank it to 11. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. And in the Harleys, the Jenny Frizen Harley, another I can't I cannot keep picking Jenny Frizen Harley covers. But I could probably find one each and every month cuz they're always great. Justice Societies are fun. Punchlines are still good good covers. Who's that one there? Man, I like still that. Still a great character. Derek Chu. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Does great cover. Red Zone for AWA looks like it might be a fun one. Riddler Year One gets its third issue. Some fun covers. Dead Boy Detectives is back with its third issue. Some scary Dead Boy Detectives covers. (laughs) Yeah, they are kind of spooky. And Tim Brick Robin number six. Everybody's favorite Robin. Everybody's favorite Robin is back. Issue six. That uh, might be it. Yep, that's it. Slide on down to old image. See what image is doing. <laughs> Good old image. There's the I hate this place issue six. What a King Spawn cover, eh? Dang. <laughs> that's just, is that Spawn? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Wow, that's interesting. Phantom Road number one, the new number one from Image, Jeff Lemire book. Cool. Cool. Check that out. It's giving us three covers. I like the one with the crowbar. That would be two of them. I have crowbars on them. Well, the guy holding the crowbar oh. ominously with the family in the background. It's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Getting a second printing of Saga 61 already. That's Heck yeah. Neat. That's awesome. It's exact same cover. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess you, you can't really have Fiona <laughs> do a second. <laughs> She's busy. And you can't have anybody else do it either. I guess because I guess yeah. it's it's her vision. Mm-hmm. So who else can play in that sandbox? Yeah. It could recolor it. They could put a does she do the coloring too though? She probably does. <laughs> this is I mean, back in the day, man, second printings looked so almost exactly like the previous printings. Yeah. Just a, you just had a, to, you a had to open it up, and you had to look inside the indicia, 
indicia and where it said it would say second printing in little print on the bottom or you couldn't tell so you're saying we're spoiled we're spoiled it's so much easier now <laughs> to tell holy cow boom studios we are ending this berserker ride 12 of 12 wow the end thank you keanu <laughs> wonder if he's going to do like a signing tour at some of the cons. That would be dope. Hardcovers and trades. And that'd be fun. Oh, no, I'm caught looking at statues, Drew. This could be bad. Where are you in, Dark Horse? Yeah. Oh, Luigi. That's yeah, your Legend of Zelda. Car- yeah, Zelda characters. Hundred bucks, man. You don't need to be. No. You don't need to go down that rabbit mm, hole. Don't need- Not a hobby I want. Uh-uh. You start down there, you'll, you'll never come out. But we will talk about Clear Number 1 by Scott Snyder. From oh, Dark cool. Francis Manipal on the art. In the not-too-distant future, mankind no longer sees the world as it truly is. The invention of neurological filters has made it so one can view reality however they may choose. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But does it sound good, blah, blah? Yes. From the comics are Roger... From the Comixology original series. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Oh, you know what Comixology is, right? I do. So was it something that was digital first? Yeah, digital first. Dark Horse digital first, essentially? Yeah. What did they just say that? (laughs) Well, it was a Comixology imprint, which those won't be around anymore, probably. So sad. Sad. Kyle, your Disney Hulk 100. Look at that. Mm. Is it? Is that? Can you just order that? Yep. You all, you've been able to always order them. I don't like this one as much as the first couple, but yeah. And there must be like a ratio version that has yes, like correct. There's a, there's or a, yeah, the black and white. Black and white. Yep, yeah. one and one hundred. Yeah. Ooh, Fantastic Four Five. I can't wait. What's going on? Oh, they're all reunited. Yeah, yeah. Gonna be good. Gonna be good. Get Moon Knight Twenty One back down to just a couple of covers but that's a really good it's a good couple of covers to that Horley. Uh, alex horley he yeah. is he is uh channeling some sinkevich there mm-hmm. it's really really whoa marvel anatomy covers not color two that's kind of rad whoa so we're gonna to uh, x-ray them yeah okay interesting concept I like that uh, but we're just doing it with that one or if so we're good. naming them i'm imagining we're just starting with that one yeah well we got a wandavision mcu variant for scarlet witch 3 that's cool let's lean right into that yeah x23 deadly regenesis number one all kinds of really cool covers I'm there, man. I'm going to read the next book again, Kyle. Yeah, which is awesome. Apparently, whoever Akka is, is a woman. Yeah. And which then, of course, cover, we, have the Kyle, facsimil- cover? we have the facsimile of uh, X-23, but not the, Knicks. the uh, XYZ yeah. book or whatever. Um. So which which X-23 Deadly Regenerate? Oh, man. I mean, Momoko's normally, but I don't like this Momoko. I like the cover A. Like Over Calvin the women's Ross history Street. version. The Akka. The Akka's nice. 
Yeah, Androvsky. Yeah, I like the AKA. I think I would go with uh, whoever AKA is. <laughs> you got the real person? I think this is what you do when you make AI draw things. No. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It might definitely be. At this point, they would do it too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Barbarella, bunch of number ones. Going to be a ton of Barbarella number ones. Apparently, somebody's still buying them. Yeah. And Sydney Sweetie's going to star. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. Oh, so, I'll yeah. deal with it. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I was looking for a movie variant, but I do not see one. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, maybe next Maybe next time. Cosplay. continues to do good jobs, though. Lord of the Jungle, Purgatory, tons of stuff. Let's see what's in the back half. Do we have anything besides manga to look at back here now? We have an Aftershock book called All Night and Every Day. By Ray Fox. It's a one shot for eight bucks. Okay. It's time to party while celebrating is the last thing grief stricken introvert Michaela wants to do. Her friends drag her out for the night and end up trapping her in a hellish curse. A party that never ends with no way to escape. Not even by dying. So like Groundhog Day type thing. Granite State Punk. Travis Gibb and Patrick Burmeyer. Uh, it's a scout book. Uh, you know, tons of manga. I'm down in the uh, M's and I'm just like, manga, 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 manga. <laughs> this is now they're they you think they're carrying more or they're just showing more? It used to manga? be like, yeah, no, they're carrying more. You know, a lot of things have just really been hitting hard. Yeah. Like I'm. Oh, I know it's doing. I know it does really well, but I don't yeah. remember previews ever being filled with that much of it. I thought it had its own section back in the yeah. day. Good old Red biz. Zone is back from Colin Bunn. Um, I guess it's not back; it's new. I was thinking it was. I thought I was thinking there was a Red Zone by Colin Bunn, but maybe not. It's about Randall Crane, a professor who Very has cool. to go on a secret mission, so maybe like an Indiana Jones type thing. Yeah. Uh, I'll um, check that out. I know you're a um, Colin Bunn fan. Yes, very much. I've reached the bottom. And nothing new. Nothing else jumps out of of me. So, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your FOC pick of the week. Oh, I have have some tough choices to make. Yes. Uh, I'm going to eliminate Granite State Punk. And I'm on off the list. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the fence between that Hulk Disney, since it did well last time, but you're mm-hmm. saying you don't like it. So I'm going to bounce that it's one. It's my out. least favorite of them, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm in between Red Zone and X-23, and uh, really, I really like that X-23. So I'm going to go with the AKA cover for X-23. And I will go with Clear. Clear. Yep. That's with a C? Yep. It is the Dark Horse book by Scott Snyder called Clear. Oh, yes. Yes. Very cool. And I like the foil version of the cover, which is actually the cover E. Definitely. Definitely a good call. All right, Drew. Let's head on over to our good friends at 
coverprice.com to look at their top 10 of what's spiking on the secondary market. And let's start with their very first book, Batman Superman World's Finest, number 11, the Jack White cover D. Still doing great. 250 bucks for CGC 9.8. Just your straight up rolls are over 40 bucks still. Man, who knew? Yeah, it's crazy. We did. Yep, we called it. We we I mean we called that from previews, but I mean apparently everybody want, liked it. At rank two, Star Wars High Republic, the Blade number two, the uh, Miko Swaye one in twenty five book is on fire. Thirty six copies on the secondary market. Ninety six bucks for a raw, which you can get them for about seventy seven. So three to four times ratio, we'll take it. Um, we liked this Venom fifteen cover D, which was kind of the homage. Um, Striking cover, $50 for Rawls, um, 17 copies moving on the secondary market. Again, they're talking here about Bitch Planet number one. Um, you know, people were paying upwards of 20 bucks for this issue number one. Um, you can still get it for 10 if you watch what you're doing, though. Last Ronin number one, uh, the one in 100. Um, they tracked one that hit for 160, um, but still tracking just, just north of the ratio in one in 100, so not too shabby. Uh, Red Hulk, Hulk number six, or rank six Red is Hulk number one from 2008. That's, of course, the Red, Thunderbolts Red Hulk. Okay. Still selling well. Um, we still saw 19 books in the secondary market moving. Uh, high sale of 300 for CGC 9.8, and Raw still going for almost $80. Um, the M&M book still selling good. You know, high sale of 3300 for a CGC 9.9. There's a 9.9 of that, of course, there is. Things that don't go through comic shops and they get preferential treatment. And, you know, some uh, near-mint Rawls for 450 At rank 8, Marvel premiere, this course, Adam Warlock. Um, $2,125 for a CDC 9.6. And still getting about 100 bucks for very good Rawls. Rank 9, 10.51. This is, of course, our power girl cover we talked about earlier um uh, $150 it's for a different Raw. one yeah this one's limited this is a different one that's what I was trying to look at so this is the Warren Lou web store foil limited to a thousand so you were originally buying it for 40 bucks in the web store 11 hit the secondary market and you're seeing them for over 100 bucks so crazy yeah, rank 11, we have Sins of Sinister again, the uh, Art Germ Beauty. This is the 1 in 100. Uh, the Dan Mora, the regular Action Comics 1051. Just the standard A. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, it is uh, 80 copies selling, 17 for a raw. Nice. Uh, Marvel Premiere 32, the first appearance of Monarch Starstalker. A bounty hunter known throughout the galaxy. Well, at least in comics, as he is a deep cut that many are just becoming aware of. Monarch could be squaring off against Cosmic Ghost Rider in oh, the yeah. solo series in March. It's a high sale of $9.99 for a raw. Uh, at rank 14, we have Amazing Spider-Man 300. We know what this is. Doing well. High sale of $13.79 for a CGC 9.6. Raw's going around 626. Uh, rank 15, we have X Men 282. Must be first Bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, 14 copies sold. 
a high sale of 186 for a CGC 9.8. Raw is around 14 bucks. That seems cheap. That can't be the first bishop, right? Very overprinted book. Was it? Huh. Okay. Uh, Wolverine number one from 1982. Oh, that's the uh, miniseries cover. Um, let's see, we had 40, 11 more copies sold. 930 bucks for a 9.8. Raw around 143 dollars. At rank 17, Tales of the Teen Titans. Number yeah, baby. Four. First appearance of Dick Grayson as Nightwing and that costume. Uh, you got a stack of these, I believe. I got, yep. Ten copies sold. High sale of 159 for a CGC 9.6. Raw's going around. Raw very fines around $89. So you should be able to get 100 bucks for your pristine gem mess. I'm waiting for some actual Nightwing stuff for this thing to <laughs> spike. Uh, Batman, One Bad Day, Catwoman, The Surge, Akuna, One in 50. These 64-page one-shots focusing on one Batman villain over a day. It's uh, Catwoman's turn, and because she's so popular, it's doing really well. 18 copies sold, high sale of 60 for the Raw, and near mints around 36 bucks. Uh, G.I. Joe, number one from 1982, comes in at rank 19. Gojo, the catchphrase elicited countless echoes of Gojo through the minds of many who are reading this. Um, it's a, it's the what are we featuring the first appearance of pretty much every iconic, iconic <laughs> Gojo character. Yeah, that that would be its number yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it's down from its previous high of almost five thousand dollars back in February of twenty one, but eleven copies sold with a high sale of nine hundred for a CGC nine eight. Boy, that's a drop. And current very fine raws for around a hundred. That poor sucker that bought that for five thousand dollars probably had a lot of disposable income anyway, so I'm not really feel bad for him. <laughs> and popping in at the top twenty, um, another appearance is the Batman Spawn number one, the Barnes and Noble version, um, which we don't appreciate. Uh, high sale of one hundred ninety-two dollars for two two nine eight, and near mints for twenty-five bucks. And now the main event. Wow. Sneak peek at next week. Yes. Heading on over to Linear Distributions to see the items coming out for the 7th and then on to previews for the items of the 8th. Let's see what DC has to offer. Well, we start right there with Batman 132. Another art germ cover. I'm not sure what's going on there with what you got around. Like a whip? Is there a whip hanging over her neck? Yeah, I think that's what that is. Yeah. Um, we've got a nice Mark Mike Mark Mike Hawthorne cover for a cardstock that looks good. Like the Joe Casada. It's all right. about those Catwoman covers. The, yeah, the A and the C. Ugh, those are the ones. Uh, David Max doing um, two watercolor Batman and the Doc the Joker Deadly Duo covers, which are interesting. Good companion pieces. Yeah, very cool. Like those. Uh, Second Prince of Batman and Spawn. Yeah, still trucking along. Very popular. Gotham City, uh, year one, number five. Oh, it's only going to be a six-issue series. It's been so much fun. Kind of depressing, but fun. <laughs> um, we look at the Joker, the man who stopped laughing. See what Le- Libermejo is doing. Is he going to be able to... Will, will he be able to do the hat trick, Kyle? Will he get three hot covers from this book in a row 
Yeah, is this good. as good as the Christmas and the follow-up that I don't remember what it was? I don't know, but I love that Clay Man version. Ugh. You, you like that? Yeah. But I'm looking. I'm gonna look closely at this Lieber Mayo because okay, there's got a lot of masks on the wall. I think maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe oh, he, he could do it again. It definitely can. Yeah, I I think maybe he can do it. And I believe those are actually heads and not masks. Just FYI. I was I was being kind. Okay, just just so we're clear. So, oh, look at the Dan Mora poison ivy. Wow, Sweeney Boo doing good work too. Derek Chu with the Lazarus the Lazarus Planet book is pretty. Yeah, wow, that looks nice too. I saw that. Tyler Kirkham with a good one on that one. I don't even know who that is, but that's cool. Oh, these artists are putting a lot of love and care into their Poison Ivy covers. My God. Mm-hmm. They're just really, really great. It's just an embarrassment of riches for that title. Yeah. Like, you should get one of those. You should get one really good one and spread it around. Wow. Those are amazing. This, this uh, Tales uh, from Nottingham, number one, which is kind of a stopgap book before uh the third volume starts it's a good looking cover there too oh yeah and now let's see what's coming out from image uh let's see we've got uh bloodstained teeth at nine love ever everlasting gets their trade we get the 10th little monsters nightclub is getting a second printing get that first monarch from our boy uh rodney barnes which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, two graves on issue four. Yeah. So is this okay? It's the second printing of Nightclub at a dollar ninety nine. So yes, yes. Yep. Monarchs is the first print. Not a lot of books this week. Wow. Boom! Just barely, barely calling themselves a publisher this week. Yeah. Ooh, third issue of Dead Mall. See how much crazier, weird that that thing's gonna be. Stranger Things, The Tales from Hawkins, issue one of a four-issue series by Jody Hauser. Space Job was one that I was excited about. Almost made it a pick when it was the FOC. I think I'm going to read that one. IDW phoning it in. Yeah. Likely I do. Man, I like that no-prize cover for Amazing Spider-Man 19. It's just <laughs> I know you do. Giggly. Yeah, it's nice. And did the Hulk did one too, right? Yeah. We determined they've done they've done multiples of these. Bishop gets War College number one mm-hmm. with a new launch. Oh yeah, there's a Black Panther no prize too. Yep. Lots of Ghost Riders for rank for number eleven for some reason. Really good Stephanie Hans Miracle Man Silver Age cover. Of course, the Red Goblin Window Shades cover. <laughs> That really does it for me. Really sends me over the edge. Lots of Star Wars. Could be some gems in there. Could be some first appearances. We don't know. It's too many. Uh, Storm and the Brotherhoods, uh, Brotherhood Mutants, Brotherhood of Mutants. I'm guessing, probably a complete sentence in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in Dynamite. Some gargoyles. Some Mad Balls. A lot of expensive stuff. Some Sonya. And our small publishers. Come on. 
Give me something. A new Captain Canuck is launching, but season five for it. From Boom, we have The Harrower, Justin Jordan, and Bram Revel. Why is it down here? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't understand why they do that. Love the uh, Inhyuk Lee variant on that. Black Mask gives us God Killer for those I love, I will sacrifice. The first issue, kind of risque, um, could do well. They never get another issue. Who yeah. knows? Uh, those one. are actually second printings on that book. The God Killer? Yep. Oh, for both of them? Yep. They did a very terrible job of showcasing that. Yep. Shocker. Black Mass did something weird. Yeah. Uh, How I Became a Shoplifter, its first issue. I like the Polaroid cover. That looks like fun. But I also like that um, 2000 Limited Edition one. That's a pretty cool cover. That uh, Black Mask book that was Rogue State, third print from them. Oh, wow. Saga of Doomed Universes has a lot of homage covers. I think they're homaging every Marvel and DC um, key (laughs) along the way. So here we have What Not Publishing, Drew. We have The Exile, number one. And the reason I pull it out is because the writers are Wesley Snipes, Ah. Keith Aram, and Adam Lawson. Very nice. So Wesley Snipes is helping write this. That could be that could be well sought after. It's described as seven meets Blade Runner. Well, that's a that's a great combo, right? Yes. Uh, the guys and, over at Blood Moon Comics have said, "Hey, you know, Stray Dogs really did well, so why don't we do Stray Sheep and uh, see if we can yes. strike uh, lightning in a bottle again?" So good luck to you guys with your super original title there. That's awesome. That may be it for me. Not an easy week, Drew, but we're here to make sure people know about the pick of the week. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um. Okay. Now, I was leaning towards the Joker Bermejo cover. Oh, yeah. He's done so well. Get that three for three. You know, can he do it again? And I think I think I will. I think I'll go with that. He has Locked yourself into it. Yes, I think he can do it again. Me, I was looking at the exile from what not publishing the Wesley Snipes thing because there is a cover F that is essentially a Wesley Snipes movie poster, and that's adorable. But I'm going to go with from Boom the misplaced harrower number one, the cover E, the Ian Hyuk Lee uh, variant that has essentially the. Uh, the Executioner on the front. I think that is a really cool cover and something I uh, want in a collection. But why? Why is it here? Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. That one, <laughs> I've yet to figure out why it was in the bottom but not in the actual boom section. So there's we'll that. We'll take <laughs> Either it. One. But we will also take you guys hanging out with us and traveling along as we go through our sneak peeks this week. Episode number, of course, 800. We thank you so much for all your love and support. Um, head on over to patreon.com, find comics for fun and profit, be part of the community. Um, help us play with all of our t-shirts and look at all the things we're buying and selling and talking about. Uh, we really appreciate you for Drew and for myself. 
See ya. As you know, our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Um, they are our LCS, and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.